cheerio old chaps and welcome back to subpar bake off the great british bake off podcast i am your hostess with the mostess ashley park here and joined as always with my delicious tartiest little lemon curd tart mr well mendez hello hello i am a little tart you are a little tart i know i'm so happy to be here <laughs> not like i've been up since four in the morning just like going stir crazy <laughs> will and i had a moment uh where we realized while we were baking um for the technical uh, bake-off challenge we were up at the same time except i stayed up till 3 a.m you got up at 4 a.m yes. so there's one hour that we were both asleep and we're so happy about it <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now, as a reminder to our listeners, if you are new to the show, we are recapping the Great British Bake Off or Great British Baking Show on Netflix. Uh, we are on season 10 technically, but on Netflix, it's going to look like season seven. And we are on Dairy Week, which is episode four. Not confusing at all. I know. It's very convoluted. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, but if you've got the Netflix, just tune in to uh, Great British Baking Show Season 7, Episode 4. We're on Dairy Week, and each week we're going to recap an episode, and then Will and I go head-to-head for the technical challenge. And this week we have 12 Maids of Honor, <laughs> which are... Um, a lemon tart uh, concoction, uh, but we'll get there later. Uh, and every episode, we will also award the Hello Governor Award to the most British moment of the episode. Now, before we get too far into it, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Ashley, what what happened last episode? Can you remind me uh, who who won that episode? Hmm. Well, last episode was troubling on many fronts. Uh, we had a judge that was not of sound mind, and uh, for some reason, Will's completely inedible ble- bread ended up winning. And she had a mind like a steel trap. Uh, I cannot back Megan. She is a perfect person in every aspect. Oh my God. Uh, I just want to say, I was looking through our notes. We have a packet that we have for each episode. And on the back of one of our packets, it says, sorry, I'm not good at podcasting. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. Um, but if you want to listen to that chaos, tune into our previous episode and you can listen to me having a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, but we're going to focus on this week. Uh, uh, Last week is a freaking wash for me. I'm not buying it. (laughs) It is bullshit. I still stick by my buns. My buns are great. Um, But this week we have such a treat. Our guest judge is a VIP person in my book, one of my most beloved, one of my favorite people, my baby soulmate. She's a producer. She is the loveliest person uh, ever in the history of the world. And her name is Miss Samantha Galleon. Thank you for that wonderful, wonderful introduction, Ashley. You're welcome. I mean, every word of it. Boop. Uh, <laughs> and we have an extra special... Cats. And we have an extra special treat because you're living amongst them, Samantha. You've been living in England. I am. I've been living in uh, Bristol, England for the last year. So we've got a spy in our midst. You've infiltrated them. You know their habits. You know a little bit about their likes and dislikes. 
For better, for worse? For better, for worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are so excited to have you on because I can't wait to get uh, some insight on some of these wacky little things that these people do. <laughs> but um, let's start off with uh, with our signature bake. So uh, what have we got going, y'all? Well, like you said, this week is Dairy Week. And don't we have a good saying about dairy? Isn't there something we want to bring up? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. We need to lead off with this clip. Why buy the horse when you can get the milk for free? It might taste funny, but it's free. <laughs> this is a Samantha Galleon quote. I believe we were in Montana when we were, we were we were on a shoot in Montana and we were working with a horse for uh, part of our shoot. Yeah, it's as weird as it sounds. Uh, and uh, Samantha uh, quoted this beautiful quote and we were like, wait, horse milk? And all of us were like, hold on. It was a long day. <laughs> This milk tastes funny, <laughs> but uh, evidently she's on to something though because Henry also thought the same thing. So let's play that clip now. I didn't realize that dairy is not only a cow. There's like goat, sheep, buffalo, horse. Go vegan. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so funny how he says horse. Like it's horse, just, it's just a surprise. <laughs> It's a true surprise. It's a true surprise. You never know what Dairy Week's going to bring you, baby. Um, I think this uh, was an interesting week because, I mean, I will say the signature challenge looked pretty good overall. Uh, We've got a lot of good bakes coming out. Most of them look really great with the exception of one. Um, But everyone overall, I thought, kind of delivered visually at least. So, um, Are we sure about that? Well, with the exception of one. With the exception of one, Michael. Okay, we'll get him out of the way first. Michael, Michael, Michael. Poor Michael. I mean, here's the thing. When he said, and this was like his kind of swan song when he said this, I was like, oh my God. He was like, well, this has only worked out once of all the times I baked this And he had made 10 of them. I mean, that's that's a huge gamble. And I thought that was a mistake. Um, But if he had pulled it off, I mean, it would have been pretty cool i think they said it tasted good they did and as a reminder he had um for his first one it was a cheesecake surprise it had kind of a a, almost like a um cheesecake middle like a raspberry center and it had split off when he was trying to knock it out um onto the cooling rack and it looked like it would have been really good and it tasted good uh but it looked terrible (laughs) Just he did shred. his best to to decorate it and kind of just lob some uh, candies on the top. Yeah, the icing looks so fucking bad. But uh, yeah, and it uh, it definitely did not look good. Oh my gosh! But I thought it was kind of sweet that everyone was helping him too, where they're like frantically scooping out the cake to be like, it's okay. And I actually loved um, this episode was a beautiful blossoming of Michael and Priya's friendship, which I I, I liked. She was very funny with them. Oh, no. That that one was really great uh, when she um, came up and tried to support him. And what, what do you say? Uh, they had, like, this beautiful moment where he's like, don't be nice to me. Don't be nice to me. And she's like, okay, fine. I won't. I like your shirt. <laughs> I loved that. I thought it was so sweet. And I think she is, like... Her personality came out a lot this episode for me. Well, I like her second sentence. I like your triangles. And it took me a while to figure out. I think he had triangles on his shirt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, there we go. That makes sense. <laughs> I loved that. And, you know, with her bake, too, she had the choco chip uh, banana cake, which 
it was a little tough, but it looked really pretty and evidently it was quite light. And um, I didn't realize Paul Hollywood was a, a big banana fan. Who knew? I know. Great stuff. Um, I, I really like Steph's uh, cake, uh, the chocolates, the answer to everything cake, whether you're sad, whether you're happy, eat the damn cake. Uh, it looked Amen. good. And chocolate is a harder uh, substance to work with. I know that. And so her doing the little extra effort with uh, the chocolates uh, really paid off. It looked good. I thought it looked really good. I would eat a piece of that. <laughs> Samantha's giving me eyes. <laughs> She's like, okay. This is my first podcast. Oh, well, you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, and a lot of limoncello this week, too. So David had limoncello, and then Rosie had limoncello. And they actually drank some limoncello uh, out of a plate. They don't I... typically do that in England. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. I haven't seen so that done. Th- that's not standard fare. No. <laughs> that's not normal etiquette, you say? It is not. While we're on drinking out of the plate, though, there were a lot of moments... Um, with uh, uh sandy and sandy yeah david right? yeah there were a lot of moments about sandy's um sexuality that came out so like she uh offered him that plate of limoncello and he said something to the effect of oh i just have a whole i'll take a whole mouthful and <laughs> she basically responded with i don't get that a lot from men and it was really <laughs> funny it kind of knocked him out of sorts and she even had a moment later with alice when they were making uh the tarts where she was like, how many maids of honor have you had? And she's like, <laughs> there was a lot of Sandy moments that I, I thought were really funny. There were, yeah. Yeah, I think they give her a little liquor before they start taping. And I think that, that helps out. It helps. And they did give uh, Prue a like to-go <laughs> vodka uh, vial right. at some point. In time in you know, if that helps with the judging, I think I would do that too. Yeah, why not? Liquor, I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! <laughs> I um I wish Phil's rose cake was a little bit better though. Um, so he had like a rose cake that looked really good, but it just did not. Execute. Although the judges said that it didn't look that great, but I thought he did a really great job. Yeah, you know he fell a little flat for me, but you like Phil. I'm kind of interested on on this. We were yeah. discussing Samantha and I like very different personalities, <laughs> and this was your first episode. It, this was so I'm not very familiar with uh, the contestants. That is quite all right. Uh, it's my first little window into their personalities. So what? So what is it with Phil? What? Why do you like him? Yeah, why do you like Phil? Um, he's a uh, he's a little avant garde. <laughs> um, he just seems like a nice, you know, nice. Uh, Truck nice driver. chap, yeah. Nice little truck driver. A lorry driver. <laughs> I love when he was like, I've done a few pigeons in my day. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like just the thought of Phil driving down England, just knocking over pigeons left and right. is such a ridiculous thought. Yeah, to me, he doesn't seem like he's that good at his job, but it's, it's all right. But he's got that personality. He does bring a lot of sparkle, and I, I do appreciate him for that. Yeah. Um, now, outside of, of these folks, let's see who else we got here. Um, of, oh, my gosh. I don't know if it's Helena, Helena. You've spent time in England. How do we pronounce her name? Samantha? I believe it's Helena. Helena. Uh, I love that spooky little ghost cake that she did. I thought it was really cute. It was really delightful. Oh, Morticia. Delightful. Always with the ghosts and I the goth. I think it's so cute. And how about her shoes? 
Ooh, those witch shoes. <laughs> those so, witch shoes, though. So would you wear those shoes, Ashley? I, I think I would, actually. I would wear those shoes. <laughs> they were pointy and black. They had a very large brass buckle on them, and I believe her socks were... Um, Striped of some sort, right? A lemon yellow, perhaps. Oh, uh, Maybe. Maybe in my mind, I was like, definitely striped. She's a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I thought she was really cute. And her and uh, Noel had like a lot of uh, beautiful Chemistry. moments together. Like she was like, I'm going to divorce my husband. We're going to get married on Halloween. He was talking about having kids with her. I mean, a lot of chemistry between those two. I yeah, kind of wanted I'm worried, to happen. Yeah, I'm kind of worried if she lasts too long in the season that <laughs> something will happen. Yeah, something's going down. I, I would love to see them together, actually. Like, that's a matchup I, I'm down for. I'm, I'm okay with. Uh, but her little ghost cake was so cute, and I really liked that uh, quite a bit. And then, um, you know, I was just talking about this earlier. Alice, she bakes well, but she's just so Alice. Like, when you find out she's the child of two dentists, you're like, that makes sense. You have great teeth. She's got great <laughs> teeth, and she's just got that personality of, like, your parents are dentists. So, a little news from across the pond. Tell us. There was a rumor going around that Alice and Henry were dating. (gasps) What? Um, And I think that they're just friends. It's been cleared up now, but they were taking a lot of um, Instagram photos together and whatnot. And so, uh, some of the the tabloids um, in England started running these stories. Wait, okay, hold on. I feel like Henry is 15 years old. It's kind of one of those like schoolboy and teacher kind of scenarios. Yeah, because she is a teacher and like, what the fuck? I was equally confused, but I did a little bit more digging and it was debunked. How old is he? Um, Probably over 19. Henry, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Henry, great British bake off. How old is this guy? Age. I mean, I... Oh, uh, I got it. You I got, got it. it. You got it. Okay. So Henry is twenty. Dang. And then Alice is twenty-eight. So God damn, Alice! Teacher. Holy shit! I mean, good for her though. I mean, get equal it. opportunities. Yeah, that's right. Get it, Alice. I mean, Paul Hollywood was uh, dating a uh, girl much younger tell, uh, than him. Tell us a little bit about the tabloids. Let's let's pause on our banks and so, let's go all in. Just a quick uh, note about Paul Hollywood's personal life. It's all over uh, the tabloids in uh, England. But uh, he left his wife of decades um, for uh, Summer Monty Fullman who is a really cute little uh, ginger English girl, who I believe is about 24 years old. And um, after dating for two years, he wanted her to sign an NDA, and she wouldn't do it. When did all this go down? Um, I'd say uh, this year, over over the summer. God damn. A lot of back and forth over horses and cars. Oh. Yeah. NDA, though, he's into some weird stuff if he's like, you can't talk about a relationship. Well, he didn't want her to talk to her mom even about the relationship because <sighs> the mom was uh, too involved, but he's, I don't think he liked it. He's got a sex dungeon. He's got something weird going on. I mean, why would he want an NDA? That's nuts. That's, uh, that's, there, there's something going on with that. Right. Um, do you feel like the tabloids are, really uh, intense uh, in England more so I feel like they're more intense than they are in America 
You know, it's strange. I think it kind of mirrors the English people um, in that they're very <laughs> polite, but they'll say the C word all the time. Cunt. Cunt, yes, exactly. <laughs> and so um, the tabloids kind of mirror that in that they get pretty gritty and dirty and they expose... Um, a lot of things that they might not hear in the States. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for the the hot tips on the the backstory of Paul Hollywood. No problem. And now his wife is living her best life. Good for her. His ex-wife, I mean. Good for her. I hope she didn't sign an NDA. I want to hear all this shit. Cannot wait. Um, That is really juicy info uh, on Henry and Alice. My God. Yes. Wow. Henry is, uh, I love his personality. I think he's probably one of the wittiest contestants we've ever seen on this show. I love his, him and Ruby from uh, the previous season, maybe the season before actually, um, are really zippy and funny and I love them. Yeah, he seems to handle the pressure really well. Mm -hmm. Like he's really able to laugh a lot of the stuff off when something flubs or just goes wrong. He kind of rolls with it and doesn't, like, have a panic attack. Unlike mm. our dearest Michael, but he did give us this beauty of a clip, and I, I just really love it. So let, let's play this. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's just a cake. I know it's just a cake. <laughs> Can I jump in the river now? <laughs> I do like I, I love that moment because I, I do feel like in that scenario I would feel that way too of like I shouldn't be getting upset about this it is just a cake why am I upset fuck I want to drown myself <laughs> um, and really let's see who came out on top on that um, Steph had a good showing and her bake um, really the only bad one was Michael um, and a little bit uh, and, and a little bit of Phil and Priya. So those were kind of the bottom three for that one, yeah. um, which was kind of a consistent pattern throughout the, the entire episode. Um, but let's move on to our technical challenge. Now, we had to make 12 Maids of Honor. It is a favorite of Henry VIII. It is a Tuda tot. Uh, oh, man. This was... So just a little behind the scenes on this mm. one. Every time I try to look up this recipe, I would always do uh, the bridesmaid. I would always look up bridesmaid, and that is not a recipe to make. <laughs> There's no bridesmaid. There's no bridesmaid. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So um, that took me a good 30 minutes to figure that one out. Man, it was, um, it was a tough show for everyone on this episode, and we'll get to our own personal bakes, of course, but... Contestant-wise, everyone flopped. I mean, it was rough for everyone. Not a single person made it correctly. <laughs> some people forgot water. There were some soggy bottoms. All those soggy bottoms left and right. <laughs> well, uh, having watched this episode a few times now, I think a lot of where their problems came into is actually cutting the right size of their pastry at the very end which is they, they didn't actually know what size to go with, and mm-hmm. they all went a size too small, and it's, it affected their final product. Totally. And then, I mean, Helena's tart. Holy shit, that looked crazy. Yeah, like, so do we have any idea what went wrong with that one? Is Did she... She it, forgot the water? I don't think she something. had enough water. Yeah. Like, because it was so, like crummy (laughs) it was just like brittle and crummy like it was weird like it was that they always talk about two different kinds of dough um clocky yeah and so i think this was the more rough uh yeah rough type it just it did not look good um 
Now, Samantha, you are a history buff. You love your history facts. Um, do you have any fun facts about the Tudor family for us? I I have a, a fun fact about the Tudor Rose, Ooh. which is a prominent uh, emblem in England. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, in the show, I can't remember who it was. I believe Stephanie, she or Michelle, she's Welsh. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't really into doing the Tudor Rose uh, mm-hmm. design on top of the... Uh, the maids of honor. Yeah, no, You're saying no, the Welsh don't get along with the rest of the British? Well, it's not It's not her flower, you know. Um, but uh, the Tudor Rose is very interesting, and um, it is a traditional... The English are into their traditions, and everything's very old there, so, you know... These old bros. These things exist. Um, so there are Tudor Roses um, around, and it's the traditional floral emblem of England and takes its names... From uh, the House of Tudor, which united with the House of Lancaster and the House of York, and the rose consists of five uh, white inner petals representing the House of York, and five outer petals representing the House of Lancaster. Oh my God! Wow. So that's so. There's a lot of deep meaning behind that there, sucker. There is, there is, and that's kind of how they keep their traditions alive in England. Love it, and that is a history fact. From Samantha Galley. <laughs> Coming at yeah. you live. I need to uh, email you before every single episode and be like, all right, what you got for me now? Give me give me the hot tips. Yeah, I'll credit Wikipedia on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you didn't just know this off the top of your head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. Um it was um, it was rough for everyone, and really the worst of the bunch, Priya. Oh, Priya, Priya, Priya. She didn't even get all of hers made. I love that beautiful moment when she's rushing to plate them, and it just flops out, and she's like, "And I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> it was so satisfying, like from a viewer standpoint, to be like, "Man, that was that was the cherry on the the shitty cake." <laughs> Um, yeah, after having baked a few times for this podcast, you really get into the mind of the contestants, and you can really just feel for her in that in that moment. Oh my moment. god, yes. Just, or even with Helena, just like that gives me anxiety of like mm-hmm. starting to roll out dough and it's just not coming together. Uh, that happened to me at least with this bake because like uh, I won't get too far into it yeah. because I don't want to reveal anything before a blind taste test. Well, I think but... it's time for the taste test then. Well, hold on, yeah, right. but I. Uh, <laughs> I, I had definitely had a moment like Helena's where you're rolling it and you're like, oh shit, this is not right. This is not right. This is not right. And you and I have discussed this. It says it's an hour and 15 minutes for this bake, but it takes me double, sometimes triple the time to bake these things. It takes forever. So like to see the contestants do this in that time period is really impressive, I will say. It's a feat. It is a feat. And so uh, without further ado, I think it's time for the judgment. All right. As a reminder, our brave judge has agreed to taste our tarts for better, for worse. Uh, Now, Samantha Gallion will be blind tasting um, each tart, and she will be rewarding up to five golden bunts to both bakes. Now, taking into account uh, aesthetics, taste, texture, and uh, I guess that's about it. And if she's alive at the end of it. So, uh, I already see one problem. Uh Uh-oh. There are only six maids of honor. (laughs) 
And there should be 12. Well, the rest are in the fridge. So okay. oh, these are the, the best of the three best. The three I best. Uh, you don't want to see the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> that is the luxury Will and I have. <laughs> and we are taking that luxury. We are taking that luxury because all 12 are shit shows. <laughs> um, so um, let's uh, crack into it. Let's call these over here. Let's call them one. Um one and two. Uh, so before you, Samantha Galleon is one and two. Yeah. Oh, tell me a little bit what you're seeing. Okay, so what I've got here are two uh, circular tart-looking things about the size of a sand dollar, each one. <laughs> one of them I can see some uh, powdered sugar on, uh, not really in the shape of anything, just dusting the sides. And the other... I can maybe see remnants of where there once was powdered sugar. It's kind of liquefied at this point. Uh, one has uh, tart one or maid of honor one has a very thick crust um, and a creamy yellow center. Maid of honor two has a very thin crust and uh, kind of more of a more yellow than yellow creamy. Okay. When I turn them over, uh-oh. Uh number 2 uh isn't very even on the bottom. Uh-oh. Is a little uh golden brown, that's nice. Okay. And um It's not very soggy, that's good. <laughs> you have been in England. <laughs> um and uh tart or made of honor number 1. Very thick crust. I'm thinking this would be far too thick. It also, it has a very nice uniform bottom. Mm -hmm. And... uh, No soggy bottoms on that one No soggy bottoms on this one either. Well done. Well, we did it. (laughs) And um, I will say the crust on number two is a little more uniform. Okay. Although it is thinner. All right. Now let's get into the tasting. Uh, So let's let's take a stab at number one. All right, I'm going in for number one. All right, my fork's kind of working its way through here. I might need a knife. <laughs> Do you want a knife? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, get it done. And I'm doing this the traditional English way by using a fork when I could just use my hands. The <laughs> <laughs> true English way. Lots of crunch. Quite tasty. I'm wondering if these recipes follow the same recipe um, on the show where there are supposed to be two layers um, of lemon uh, curd and uh, the lemon cream and whatnot. Can you see any visual signs, the two layers? Um, Not on number one. No, I cannot. Going in for number two. My fork's going through that a little easier. Okay. Sorry. Number one was a little drying and has to have some water. Oh, we're having a refill moment. Sponsored by Red Bull. Just kidding. Um. (laughs) All right, going in for number two. Let me just look at this. Let's look at that. Number two looks like it might have some layers in there. Let me taste it now. Hmm. Uh oh. Number one, the filling was uh, a little tastier on number one than number two, but number one had a lot of crust, um, almost choked, very dry. 
So I'm going to have to think about this for a little while and take a couple more bites. Well, this being a technical challenge, I'm trying to base my judgment on, on I understand. Um, what I've got in front of me here. Yeah, so maybe let's let's go uh, one by one, and then we'll award um, the golden bunts. Okay. And the final verdict. The final verdict. Um, uh, this may be a little um, untraditional, but I'm going to say preference-wise, I think I liked number one, the way that it tasted, sans crust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to say technically... Number two is the winner. And shenanigans on the bunts. Um, I'll give uh, number one two bunts. Oh, two. Ooh. And number two. Three bunts. I will take that victory. Thank you very much. I am the keeper of number two, and I squeaked by this week my redemption from last week's shitty episode. <laughs> my crust had flakes. You had no flakes. <laughs> You're flaky. <laughs> Uh, you survived. You survived. Yes, thank you very much. Um, I hope the treats are better in England. I'll put it that way. They have lots of treats up there. They're really into baked goods. Uh, yeah. Lots of carbs in England. Lots of carbs. Uh, I will say technically this was, it was hard. It was hard for me. Uh, rolling it. You need that rolling pin. I bought a rolling pin this week and I felt a difference. I was using wine bottles before. Now I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like. Wine's just for drinking. That's that's, that's what we learned. Uh, I was literally Mm -hmm. up until 3 a.m. baking this bitch. I hated it. Uh, I was out. I I had two shows uh, last night, and I came home. I was like, I'm just going to bake it. Fuck it. And uh, I was up until 3 a.m. It was forever. Uh, The zest took a long time. It was just, oh, my gosh. It was not an easy bake. Well, yeah, and how'd you like whisking that thing for like 10 minutes straight? That right. was just awful. Oh, like, I have a stand-up mixer. Are you well, mixing it, by hand like an animal? Well, no, the, the lemon curd. You got to do it over the boiling water, that thing. Oh, yeah, that that, that I did. I lightly stirred, oh, though. Nice. I, I really half-assed that one, nice. truthfully. I'm so glad well, I put in the effort. I did prefer your filling. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you go. know, that, that, that did make a difference. <laughs> I'm going to eat all of mine on the way home, all right? Perfect. Uh, I it was hard. It, it was a hard one for for me. It was a difficult bake. Uh, it looks like it would be easy, and then you execute, and you're like, oh my god. But I also didn't have proper cutters, so I used just glasses. <laughs> Such a ghetto kitchen. <laughs> it's your wine bottle and your wine glasses. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we'll just cut it out right here. Now, uh, thank you very much, Samantha, very for, for that judgment. Uh-huh. I feel really great about it. Uh, now, no collusion there, right? But uh, no collusion. No, no collusion. collusion. There's nothing to Fake see news, here. Fake right. news. No collusion. Okay. Uh, now, the worst for our contestants, obviously, were Priya 
Helena and Alice, which was a surprise because Alice is normally on. Uh, and the best this week were Henry, David, and Steph. Um, which, speaking of that trio, I'm calling it. I think those are going to be our final three in mm. the whole season. I think those three are making it to the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're going to make the final episode. I don't know who's going to win because the day of is always the day of. The only curveball is Alice. Alice, I think, could maybe hold on until it. But I think those three are the best bakers that we've got here. Yeah. But we will see. Um, well, thank you very much for these golden bunts. I will take my victory until next week. Uh, will, I don't feel bad because last week was <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> and then, of course, we had our showstoppers this week. Uh, they were Indian-style mish- mishti bakes. What are mishtis? They are uh, a traditional uh, Indian dessert. It's made with milk and sugar. It differs from plain yogurt because of technique and preparation. It's a sweet fermented yogurt. And evidently, it does take a long time. And I loved Priya's story where she was like, my dad used to like stir the pot for five hours at a time in the village. I was like, God damn. <laughs> yes, it's a Bengali uh, dessert. That's crazy. Yes, I myself have never had mishti. Have either of you had uh, mishti? I, I believe I have. I feel like I may have had one somewhere, but it's like fancy mishti. Like, I think I've had one, like, I don't know, maybe. I like at the like... Indian buffets where you see those little uh, uh, fried balls floating around in that syrupy liquid. Mm. The, I think that's mishti. I, I've missed that. Oh, my yeah. God. I think I know where we need to go after yeah, the record. Geez. Good <laughs> Um I... I thought a lot of these bakes looked really pretty. Um, Alice had that afternoon uh, tea set, which was like really gorgeous. Um, I liked um, Priya's um, flavors of childhood. Um, They were savory, but they needed a little bit more color, but it looked overall pretty good. Um, Uh, David's was absolutely amazing. amazing. This is, again, like why we think he's going to go to the end. Yeah. That was phenomenal. It was gorgeous, and it tasted good. Um, I was really surprised by Helena. Um, She had the Old English Sweet Shop. It was not spooky at all. super cute. It was really cute. It wasn't spooky, and it was just kind of normal, (laughs) which I was very surprised by. And it was, uh, she nailed it. Well, I I think that's why the judges don't really give her any crap about all of her goth stuff. Because, like, she... She can actually handle making other things. It's not just a her crutch. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally She's not agree. a one trick pony. Um, Henry had his seaside uh, mishti, and <laughs> I have to play this clip because it is probably it's not our LO Governor Award, but it was so close. Uh, yeah. So let me play this one. It he, is so damn funny. Yeah, he had he had a little trouble. He uh, part of his mishti did not set. And we have cat issues going on. She really wants these tarts. I love how we keep calling these maids of honor tarts. Like there, there's some like slut shaming going on, but it's it's delicious. <laughs> these damn tarts. Exactly. Okay. It's got a nice vanilla. I mean, the texture's wrong because it's melted, but uh, it tastes okay. You'd eat it if you were given it. As a prisoner, maybe. As a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved that comment. I thought it was so damn funny. Like, yeah, if you're a prisoner and you've got nothing else. Uh, but that's why I like Henry. Henry's got those witty little zingers where I'm like, oh, he is funny. Uh, but I love I love that clip. And 
it's just those moments where like I kind of realize like he is probably my favorite on on this season uh I just think he's got it he's a good baker he's funny and he he's self-aware <laughs> well yeah like with other people other contestants when they get in front of the judges they kind of clam up they take all their criticism very hard he's able to laugh at himself yeah that's, that's he a good is. sign yeah he he's kind of a little duck just swimming down the river Finding Michael's body somewhere. <laughs> um, what were some of your favorites, Samantha? Do you have any favorites? I like um, Phil's. Well, I didn't like <laughs> Phil's per se. I was like, wow. I thought it was <laughs> funny when they were like turning, the other bakers would turn around and see his uh, creation and kind of just smile. Um, it was not good. Yeah, it was not good. It was very childish. And he had Norman the gnome involved in his <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm going to make creation. a bold statement. Great. Maybe not make your food to look like dirt. It looked not appetizing. And that, that um, Cookie Monster Blue was so revolting to me. I did not like that. Yeah, right. When most people think of their garden, they like usually think of like their flowers, not the stones and the mm-hmm. dirt. Well, gnomes are a big thing in England. Oh, tell us more. Um, A lot of people really like them. And there's actually a funny story that uh, came out in The Independent um, over the summer about gnomes. And um, it happened at a grocery store called Asda, uh, which is kind of like Walmart here in the United States. Okay. And um, a man was thrown out of Asda after a furious outburst over gay pride gnomes. I'll just quickly read a little bit of the story. <laughs> um, an angry man had to be removed from an Asda supermarket by police in Plymouth after apparently becoming enraged by the shop's garden gnomes painted in the gray, gay pride rainbow flag colors. When asked to leave by security guards, the man reportedly refused and launched into a tirade about the ornaments. What the hell? The man was reportedly shouting at the staff and saying the col- colorful gnomes offended him. The witness said, the guy started saying random things like, it's a gnome, it's offended him, as they don't have a sexuality. And it goes on from there. Oh my God. But gnomes are very close to uh, To, people. To the English English. people, I guess. That's very fascinating. I wouldn't have guessed that. Oh my God. Yikes. Uh, Is gay marriage legalized in England? You know, I couldn't tell you. Okay, Sounds like another Google search. Yeah. I, don't, I can't find like a solid like, yes, it is. Okay, hold on. We've introduced are recognized as married in England. Okay, so evidently you can't, same sex marriage is legal in England and Wales. That's great. So that makes me happy. Yes. I like that. Um, and, but those gnomes, those gnomes are <laughs> controversial. That's true. <laughs> that is hysterical. That's kind of like a Florida moment, too, of like, I don't like these gnomes. Exactly. Well, it did happen at the Walmart of uh, England. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it basically is Florida. Well, yeah. Like, it reminds me of any of those, like, straight, uh, straight pride parades. It's just, you're, oh, you're nuts. Oh, it's you're, so you're, embarrassing. It's yeah. like, go home. Come on. It's very plight of the white man yeah. <laughs> it's like come on and don't buy the fucking gnome all right so one actual controversial opinion is that i actually did like rosie's uh showstopper 
I like, I would enjoy that one. I like I, the colors. I would like to eat dinner with the Lost Boys. You I, are <laughs> freebasing on something because that shit looked crazy. And as Samantha brilliantly described it, what, what did you say about this? Uh, it reminds me of Peter Pan with Robin Williams when uh, they imagine the feast, the Lost Boys <laughs> feast, and they're like, have a food fight. It is the kind of have all those primary colors. (laughs) It is the perfect description. When you said that, I died because it is. It just it nails it. Like it looks like that food in Hook, and it's so (laughs) gross and revolting. And I even like remember seeing that movie as a kid and going, "I wouldn't eat that." Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I mean the the flavors. Um. I'm sorry. We've got a cat. We've got another cat. Amelie. God, such a bad cat. Um, the flavors seemed like they would be good, but it was kind of all like cocktail themed. But I thought it looked sloppy as fuck, and I thought the um, that dark red color just didn't look appetizing to me. And I am normally okay with food that is raspberry colored or uh, in that hue, but I was not on board for this one. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. I, I loved it. Yeah. Well, you can sip on that yourself. and of course you know we had Steph's pretty uh, as pink and pretty um and it looked great she delivered she killed it on every single challenge this week and she was our star baker yeah all way all through the episode she was coming out number one on the technical she had an awesome signature bake even Noel said if she didn't get a star baker this week something was up yeah and she proved him right I I so agree I thought um it looks great and on, on Very all appetizing. fronts. Very appetizing. Yeah. And I just like her personality too. So that's also kind of like a fun win in my book because I just think she's so cute. Like, well, like and she has her bang game going on. Yes. Right. Fringe. 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 I, I know when she was throwing shade at David, I loved that moment of like, well, my fringe game is strong. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, and so congratulations to her. And I think she is definitely a person to watch on the rest of the season. Um, now we did have to say goodbye to someone and it I think it's pretty controversial um, so Michael and Priya were at the bottom of the barrel and uh, really Phil Phil wasn't at the top he was kind of mid game for some of the, the episode he didn't have a good signature bake um, he did okay in the technical challenge and then he delivered this really revolting showstopper and that's what sent him home do you think there's a conspiracy well I I think there's a little something going on. Um, even the newspaper is talking about it. USA Today saying the terrible new season of the Great British Baking Show has chosen style over substance. Oh my God! I scandal! Know. Wow! Scandal. It's even made it um, to America. Oh my God! Uh, I, I here's the thing though. When I I've now seen this episode twice after rewatching it. I agree with the choice, actually, because Phil's shit looks amateur hour. It does not look appetizing. It was simple. And at least, like, if Priya and Michael are failing at something, it's a hard thing that they're failing at, which I appreciate that more than, oh, look, I baked this really simple, revolting thing. And I agree with it, I have to say. And I think... When you get down to it, Phil is not as good as a baker as the other people in those tent. And I think he was the correct person to send home. Thoughts? I agree. 
Uh, I definitely agree. Michael really does push all of his uh, bakes. Everyone, even though like they might have flopped or they didn't make it all the way out of the tin, there was he was trying something different, trying something creative. Mm-hmm. I think Priya has to work harder though. Like I, it, agree. I, I feel she should have gone home this week. And I love Priya too, so that's hard for me to admit. I, I love Priya. I think she could have done it a little bit better with the Mishi. Yeah, I was actually a little disappointed with that since that is a part of her heritage. She spoke about her father, you know, making these in the village. I really was expecting her to like go above and beyond and just Mm -hmm. knock it out of the park. And she had good stuff. It all tasted good. It just didn't look the part like her decorations were more colorful than her actual bakes. Um, But poor Phil and Samantha, I know you've got a couple of things to say about Phil's departure. The one thing, the most notable thing about Phil's departure that I saw is if you kind of just look right when it's announced that, you know, he's going home, um, I believe it's Michael uh, uh, embraces Phil and gives him a forehead kiss, a goodbye forehead kiss and ear rub and just holds on for a little a little too long. So, so are, are you saying this isn't a very common etiquette in you're not rubbing in, in ears it's it's not no they don't they don't typically touch each other okay <laughs> the ear rub i did not notice it on the first watch and then you're like no watch that ear rub <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god it was shocking <laughs> it was so that, if yeah. somebody did rub your ear are you just like are you swatting them away do you like do you let it happen do you just let go with it i think i would wince i would i would wince i'd be like oh <laughs> We're touching ears. It depend on the context, I think. Yeah, yeah. They are large ears. So it's yeah. hard to avoid. I don't know. Who's touching my ears? That's, exactly. that's question number two. <laughs> oh, my God. So goodbye, Phil. Um, you were very funny, and I hope you hit a lot of pigeons uh, on your way home. Um, now, we do have one more award to cover. Uh, that is our own personal Hello, Governor. Do it with me, Will. <laughs> Hello, Governor. Award, which is the most British moment of the episode. And uh, it is a unanimous moment for all of us. Uh, we couldn't agree more with us. This week, the Hello, Governor Award goes to... Paul Hollywood. Surprise, surprise. Old blue eyes. Old blue eyes. And Samantha, tell us a little bit about this moment. I just feel like it really just encompassed, uh, you know, who he is as a judge and perhaps as a person. And <laughs> describe, describe the moment for me. Well, he um, is talking to Michael, my favorite, about <laughs> his, uh, his cake and uh, just kind of describing what it looks like uh, before he takes a bite. Let's play the clip. Well, you've lost the definition. Yeah. It's ripped slightly. Half it's missing. It's cracked down the middle. The icing looks terrible. Okay, let's have a look inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congratulations, old blue eyes. Uh, that Man. was ruthless. <laughs> yeah, I love this because most of the time when we have this award during the episode, we usually give it to somebody being very quirky or a little awkward with being British, but this is just the straight, dry British. Tell it how it is, very, and it is bad. Yeah, and it's like very Simon Cowell, like American Idol. Like this is terrible. I hate this, and blah blah blah. Harsh but fair, they say. Harsh but fair. <laughs> what are um, some other uh, English isms that you've learned over there? I know one. Uh, while I was visiting you, was in it. They say uh, that in one it. in it. Like oh, you know, it's cold in it. Yeah, a lot of that. A 
Well, um, as you probably noticed watching the show, they say well done. And I believe that well done is a substitute for a good job or great job. Well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, uh, do you have any other funny ones? Um, well, uh, when things, uh, let's see, uh, they call like trash or things that are falling apart tat. Like that's tatty. Ooh, my favorite lesson that you taught me was faff and... Faff and, and Fanny. Faff and Fanny. So what is the difference between Faff Ugh, and Fanny? I can't remember at this moment, but faffing is generally just kind of uh, wasting time doing miscellaneous things. And the, But it's like uh, not or, purposeful, right? Or I'm sorry. Faffing is uh, uh, purposeful uh, kind of distractions when you should be getting on with other things. And fanning is, uh, you know, unintentional um Oh, I've been saying it backwards to people. I, I, thought, I thought Fanny was vagina. What happened there? Is that is that not right? I think a Fanny is a butt. Oh. Or a bum. <laughs> uh, I need to change some text then. Um, oh, mm. oh, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Oh, man, there's a lot of confused gynecologists out there. Well, I hope not. <laughs> We're just going to take a look at your fanny right here, okay? Open up. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, do we have any final thoughts <laughs> before we wrap up? And that's all she wrote. Wow. That's all she wrote. Oh, well, this was a great episode. Uh, I loved it. Dairy Week. Oh, man, it was a challenge. Uh, thank you so much for being here today, Ms. Samantha Galling. Would you like to plug anything? Uh, thank you very much for having me. Happy to be here. Uh, boop. And uh, we're excited to have you on. I'm really excited to keep you in loop uh, for any of our other episodes. I want to have a little Samantha Galling fact of the day. <laughs> I would love that. A little fact of the day. A little fact. Even if you find something kind of funny throughout your week of like, oh, this was weird. Let us sure, know. no problem. I come across a lot. <laughs> since, since you've infiltrated them. <laughs> uh, now, next week, we will be tackling the Roaring Twenties week. I'm very excited for that. So, Twenties-themed desserts. Uh, well, Mendez, do you have anything to plug? I do this week. Uh, this week, I'd like to plug Democrats.org. I think it's a great uh, organization. It's the DNC. Uh, this year, uh, if you ha- aren't registered to vote, Register votes if you are vote and if you did vote this year go ahead and volunteer uh, We need you more than ever this year. You need to step up the effort Could not agree more uh, Love that agree. Please vote for the love of God <laughs> uh, And actually uh, on that note you understand uh, the craziness in this world because even in England you've got some yep, some Brexit from old Brexit Oh, boy. Um, so, yes, make sure you are registered to vote. Um, I think that's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, my friends. Well, until next week, may your days be filled with lemon tots and maids of honor. <laughs> uh, you could follow us uh, and find out more and get a visual look at all of our bakes at subparbakeoff.com. Follow us on Instagram at subparbakeoff or on Facebook at subparbakeoff. A big thanks to Matt Jones for making our logo. And from me and Will Mendez on Ashley Park. Until next week, cheerio, Cheerio, old trap. Boop.